Okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. It was not uh, the best, but it might have been the worst. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. those dollars and cents from all right this is content crisis uh i am tyler i am jason i'm michael uh we are covering uh the chris indiana jones and the crystal skull which is stupid to say because you selected this but maybe you didn't there's extenuating circumstances everywhere so here's what we got for you today if you're new here uh, we'll look at the public reception of the podcast. We're just going to read Rotten Tomatoes. Likes and dislikes, pretty self-explanatory. Bad trailer. Sometimes a movie trailer can be misleading, so we do the same thing. Make our own trailer, but, you know, try to make it funny. Bad summary. Best explanation I have for that is the max summary for The Matrix is a computer hacker joins forces with rebel warriors to battle a malevolent cyber intelligence. Sort of summarizes the movie, but not at the same time. So we're going to do that, but try to be funny about it. Bad casting. Imagine Sean Connery playing Superman or The Rock playing McLovin in Superbad. Uh, the goal here is to say a name that would not work in a specific role at all, but of course, try to be funny about it. Uh, we'll do live tweets. You know what? I think I want to do live tweets after this time. Sure. After we did the last one, I think we do conversation points than anything else we wanted. Throw it in at the end. I can live with that. So I think we'll do that last. And before live tweets, we'll do our talking points, our questions, conversation prompts what have you, things we wanted to talk about about the movie. Um, so, that is what we got for you. So we'll start with kind of the public reception. Um, Michael, what would you guess the uh, critic rating uh, the tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes is? For like the real critics, tomato meter. 35. It's actually much higher than you'd, you'd think. I'm going to go for 68. 77. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Bold move. What would you say audience score is? Oh. Audience is... I don't know. If the critics are that high, the audience is typically higher. I'm going to say 85. <coughs> what would you guess? Uh, mm-hmm. You're torn too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess 75. <laughs> Ready? 53%. Okay. Subverted expectation. That's closer to where I'd be at. I would Critics say. Paid off. I would say the uh, the masses do not lie. Sure. Um, here we go. Um, here's a bad one. Just occasionally, you remember why you like this stuff in the first place. The rest of the time, it just looks like Indy's battered brown fedora, old hat. Which I don't know why they wrote old hat in there. That's an official person. We know what a fedora is. Like what? <laughs> so pretentious <laughs> as transparent as its title artifact and just as obviously made from plastic crystal skull conforms to type by offering a new version of old trash pleasures only without the novelty so uh and then here i'll give you one positive one they're mostly positive because as we read that the you know the critics were for whatever reason Really about pretty this. good on it yeah, uh what really matters is action and spielberg can still shove the pedal to the metal i would say true uh, if Doom has a temple, it's this movie. Stupid and forced. Barely more than a B movie. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> if someone told you Michael Bay made this movie, would you believe him? Yeah. Okay. There's there's enough action driving throughout all this. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Not quite as enough explosions though. Here's one I don't understand. Because didn't Transformers come out in 2008 as well? Was that not the same year? Yeah, I think so. so I think it was. Um, it was before. That. I think it was the sequel. Was it was the second one? Year, yeah. Okay. Because I want to say the first Transformers was like maybe 2006 or something. Okay. That sounds right. It's almost as if we have a computer in front of me. Uh, the fourth film in this series is everything you expected and more. That rating I do not understand at all. I'd say it's everything you expected and less. <laughs> the person who gave that ever see a movie before this? <laughs> it's a, it's a, Only a the career other critic. Only the movies. 
Jo- okay, first Transformers, July third, two thousand seven. Okay. Okay. Uh, what was this? Was this two thousand nine? Two thousand eight. I thought. I think it was eight. Bum, bum, there we go. Okay. Yeah, May twenty second, two thousand eight. Did second? Because I could have sworn that second. Ah, who fucking cares? Yeah. My my uh. <laughs> reasoning for that timeline was just because of Shia LaBeouf in the Transformers movie, and I thought he did a better job in the Transformers movie than in right. this. Is kind of why I was thinking this. I might think have Transformers come. might have been a better movie. I. At least that first one. Second one, that I don't one agree. That first one was pretty fun. I really don't remember the other Transformers movies that well, but the first one was fun. Uh, the second one was a little hard because they were like, they did the whole, uh, we're going to kill Optimus Prime thing, and then like, oh, if we find this, then we'll get him resurrected. And a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit. Oh, Megatron's back. And like, Explosion. <laughs> Sponsored by Michael Bay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um... Uh, like, oh, you know, I didn't do fucking the special features note I had, notes I had for, uh, Crusade. Oh, well. Um, so maybe I'll just skip special features in this movie, too. Were there any good ones? Oh, please don't. Oh, okay. You don't like them? All right. Uh, Jason, what'd you like, dislike? Uh, I really only liked about them reusing the parts of the formula that worked you know we get a little bit of like the the lore dumping stuff around the history i always find that to be interesting indy still has you know some of those realistic relatable qualities to him you know he doesn't do everything perfect but you know he still gets his fantasy plot armor around him uh throughout many of these uh sequences we still get the the witty humor the one-liners we do get some pretty awesome looking set pieces throughout this one as well um, and I do think the the budget and the CGI that gets to be used now um, does make a lot of for just cool scenes in general. Not even that they necessarily fit the story that we're telling, but just from a visual perspective, they are really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were all things that I, I did enjoy out of this one. Uh, to piggyback that, the callback to characters, so Marion coming back, um, was, was like a nice little thing to have. Uh, again non-stop action kind of the whole time you yep. know starts strong starts very strong um while it was stupid and far-fetched the one thing i did see from someone that was a cool connector was they said that the original indies were based in the 30s and so they took those as like the serial movies from back then of like what was popular then and someone said that this one was based in the 50s what was big in the 50s was alien movies and first encounters and stuff like that. And so I like, huh, I had that same thought. Like, oh, well, yeah, that does kind of make sense. That's kind of cool, I guess. Um, the CGI in this was good at some times and terrible at other times. Yeah. Uh, but it still held up with, like, the good times. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was good in it. Um, I liked that they connected Marion back to Indy with Mutt. I thought Shy did well sometimes, and again, other times was just ridiculous. So I, I thought parts of this were fantastic, and other parts were fucking terrible. Yeah. A little bit of quality control <laughs> issues throughout. Yeah. Uh, to say the least, I would say it's a bit over the top. A bit. I mean, just the others. <laughs> I mean, the others aren't exactly what I'd call realistic, but shit. Yeah. Uh, every damn scene, you just felt like, really? You know, so. It was cool to see Marion again. Had some laughs. Cool to see Indy again. Uh, makes me extremely not excited for Dial Destiny. I will say uh, it is 4.38 p.m. on July 2nd, 2023. Uh, I think this is out in like September or October or something. I don't know. We'll figure out the schedule later. Tell you what. <laughs> Did you guys like fact check any part of any of these? Oh, this doesn't come out to November. And that's if Dakota, you know, picks stuff for November. So anyway. I didn't fact check anything. So, like the one th- I didn't I, even I, fact check my own notes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I'm not even sure if I wrote these. I haven't seen the movie. Plagiarism. <laughs> Plagiarism. I went to Chat GPT and told it to write me podcast notes. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. And it worked. Uh, I think we'd have more success if we used Chat GPT and just been like, okay, have write a script for our podcast. <laughs> Dude, hilarious! Those, those, that could be a a, a circle jerk. We could, we do. Yeah, we, we just talk it, about yeah. stuff that ChatGPT tells us to talk about. Yeah, you feed all the audio into ChatBT or ChatGPT, and then you're just like, "Hey, give us one more," you know, and just prints out a script for everybody. Um, 
but no, to like to hit on that, like the surviving the nuclear blast in a refrigerator, ridiculous. It's yep. leadlined, but it's it fine. was leadlined, so it was like, hey, does that matter? I don't know. Maybe. Didn't check it. Right. Uh, like shit like that where you're like, I'm going to assume no matter what box you were inside of being flung 850 feet in the air and then yeah, colliding no padding. to the ground. Yeah. Um, just you rocking around in there. Is... Well, maybe he's got a new fedora that's padded. Maybe. But I, I would think his neck would snap before anything, you know, just the, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I would say 0.0% chance of actually if we're going, surviving that. If we're going NFL logic, I, you know. Don't the helmets He's actually not help with the concussions? <laughs> he has CTE. <laughs> uh, the rest of the movie was actually just like a concussion dream that he had after being launched out of the fridge. He's in a hospital the whole time, and this is just a dream. Is that what Dial of Destiny is? Oh, no. He doesn't have a son. Marion's dead. The very end of Dial of Destiny, he wakes up, and they're like, finally. It's been since 2007, buddy. It's just the, um, it's just the ship at the almost end of Raiders no one's face ever melted she just wakes him up like hey you ready to fuck now and like yeah no one's face melted he never went to a temple of doom the Nazis didn't come get the boat he's just super paranoid hard reset oh my god yeah he's living in the matrix alright if you had to pick one person if you had to pick one person they're gonna redo every Indiana Jones I hate this I would hate it I would hate it I would hate it I would hate it if you had to pick one person who would it be? Like currently? Yeah, current. No, from the eighties. No, yeah. Who would who would play Indiana Jones right now? They're redoing everything. Three, two, one, go. Tom Holland. I hate that one. What? I I don't like it. I feel like you gotta resemble Harrison Ford a little bit. Why? Because he's Indiana fucking Jones. That's why. She's... Well, see, that's the problem. I just I don't know who's. Harrison Ford esque right now. Like I can't think of anyone who's in like their maybe like their thirty to fifty range where they're kind of like like a little bit of like that Western grizzled. I've worked on a farm for at least twenty years, but I'm still smart and intellectual. Like there's there's just a quality that came with him being that character. Yeah, that I I don't I cannot connect that dot to anybody I can think of that's current actor right now. Yeah. Man's too good. Chris Pine with a beard? You know, and I think the other part of that, too, is I'm sick of a lot of certain actors, too, and things. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you just don't have a lot of those, like... Is it because Westerns aren't as cool anymore? <sighs> Maybe. Like, with that, just that type of character and acting just isn't a thing anymore? That could be a whole I mean, because, like, what? But... Who's the dude in... I mean, because, like, Kevin Costner in... Like, he's in Yellowstone, but, like, I don't like Kevin Costner, really. No one likes Kevin <laughs> I don't even think Kevin Costner likes Kevin Costner. I don't know. I I struggle with that question. I hope they never, you know, do it. Female but Indy, six to ten years, calling it. I'm gonna say under. under Indianapolina, Indianapolina. It could be a Godfather Indiana Jones uh, mesh. It could be Indiana Apollona, Apollonia. Indianapolonia. <laughs> Indy well, if they were trying to guarantee it'd be the worst fucking movie you ever saw, I think they'd have it covered. Yeah. By Michael Bay. <laughs> Apollonia was never actually dead. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so I didn't like... I'm not looking forward to Dial of Destiny. And from what I've heard, it's not great. So, uh, bad trailer. I said, new adventure spin on Greece. I, I was trying really hard to not go back to uh, buddy comedy uh, <laughs> kind of thing there, but... I feel like the the father son buddy comedy is what we could still shoot for here. Um, yeah. What I was also thinking of um, is this could be focusing on Mac, and we could grab every cut of showing Mac that he's changing sides. <laughs> you know, it's just he's just having an identity crisis because he's not sure what team he's on anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm a capitalist. So he's like, he's like, I'm with you. I'm with you. Indeed. No, I'm with the Nazis or with the <laughs> Russians. He's yeah. like, no, I'm with you. No, I'm with you. It's just a big old identity crisis for a couple hours. Identity uh, crisis brought to you by content, content crisis. crisis. <laughs> brought to you by nobody. <laughs> nobody yet. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, uh, troubled youth finds out who father is and actually gets back on the right path of life. Hmm. Goes back to school. Uh, my bad summary. I said communism reunites family. It does, though. It does. <laughs> Thanks, communism. 
So I had a, a couple here. Uh, archaeology teacher criticized for constantly take paid time paid time off in the middle of the semester. About fucking time. <laughs> uh, Marion sets up the most elaborate father son bonding trip. Good. It was yeah. all. It was that all part of the solid as fuck. All part of the plan. That one is good. That's like the equivalent of like mom sent you to like summer camp or some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like with dad. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I, I kind of covered it in the trailer, but Mac forgets which team he's on for two hours. Dude, dude, it's like an Are We There Yet spinoff. Like with, with the with the father-son trip thing. Of course, you know. All right, anyway. Yeah. We got? Nothing? Okay. Bad casting. Uh, I said Shia LaBeouf is mutt. Uh, not trying to be mean. I just didn't think he fit the vibe of an indie movie at all. Uh, we could say Sean Connery is indie because I think that's also bad. Um, I think this is my favorite. Uh, Timothy Spall is Mac. You know, or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know that guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You didn't think Shy was... Big was delivery. I didn't like it, no. Who would you have replaced him with? I don't know. Anyone? Uh, <laughs> Literally not, anybody. Not shooting this movie. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you replace him? Oh, I just wouldn't have done it. Yeah. I, I, and maybe it's just part of the way that... I don't know if there was a better Indiana Jones' son. Yeah. So maybe he did the best job possible, but I didn't think he fit the vibe of the movie, to be honest. But I don't think this fit this movie fit the vibe of a fucking indie movie. Yeah, I didn't like it. Stop with Crusade. That was their original intention was a trilogy anyway. Just leave it alone. Yeah. If you want to make an adventure movie, make up a new character. Bindiana Bones. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, George Lucas. <laughs> I had a uh, Zach Efron as Mutt, and that was that was the only one I could get in. So instead of kind of like the like hard ass, it's yeah. just like this guy who's very like into himself and thinks he's like the shit. Yeah. And then it's just Indy being like beyond done with him, and I think that would be really fun just to have Indy with this self-absorbed like pretty boy kid. It'd be so fun. You took it one way, and my thought was like Fat Jonah Hill. Nice. Like, he's just like the the kid he <laughs> really doesn't want. Yeah. He's just like, hey, no, come on, we gotta do this. He's like, we gotta walk there? Ugh. Yeah, to the plane. It's like eight feet away. That's... Uh, that they're gonna be Cheetos. Yeah. That makes the Marion setting up the, like, you know, the, the, the father-son bonding trip that much better. Oh, yeah. It's like, you, you need son. this. You need this. <laughs> Please just bond with him. Please. He He's your this. son. It's not his son at all. She's just like... This is the best dude I know, which says a lot because Andy's not a great guy. She's like, no, he's yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely yours. It's that fucking Cat Williams clip with the white baby who's like. (laughs) That is a Caucasian. (laughs) (laughs) That kid, he has a 730 credit score right now. He's from the mountains of Caucasus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's too good. (laughs) Uh, So you don't have any bad casting either, I'm guessing? I, I mean, like. Like you said, the movie wasn't great. It was already badly casted. Yeah, and like I think the movie did a good enough job. <laughs> like I, I, I really have nothing. Yeah. Because you're like they killed off, you know, Brody, and they killed off Sean Connery's characters, and you're like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, well, I mean, I think that dude is literally dead. Like Brody is. He was. I think he time, was literally dead. I think. Connery, Connery was still around, but like I'm sure Connery was around. He's like, well, I'm gonna need at least 97 million, yeah, and, like, and I only want right. 10 minutes of screen time. <laughs> Jesus. So I I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. I can we do it in a weekend? <laughs> 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 they won't let me out of this home right now. So uh... <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't really have anybody because yeah. again, like you just said, it was it was terrible. Like you can't fix broken. Yeah. If it's broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it is broke, don't break it more. Fucking. Oh, you know what? Light it on fire. Uh, the uh, Kate Blanchett's character. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, just for comedy reasons, throw in McCarthy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just like she'll spice it up some way. Sure. Literally, throw can throw in. her into any female role. Oh, she'll makes kill it. Just like a very different quality of movie. You know? Yeah, yeah, she'll she'll kill it. She's funny. Yeah. Uh. All right, so if we go conversational, oops, I passed it. There we go. Uh, I read that Area 51 wasn't constructed until 1955, so this being in 1957, 
This can't exactly be the same warehouse where the Ark was stored back in 36. There's multiple warehouses, <laughs> and understandably, they probably ship things between them for different testing purposes. Maybe. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess, like, it could be, like, a big government thing of, like, like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna move all this shit over to this new base now. It's like, why? It's like, we don't get any of this shit out. I don't know. To me, like, it seems... Yes, they, uh, they built a new area. <laughs> we, uh, we gotta get, uh, sections, uh, G through, uh, L. Uh, we, we gotta get them shipped over to the new area. 50, uh, is that 51? 51! Ted, let's, <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's get these on a pallet. Yeah. The, uh, the gunpowder thing. So, so that's the only thing magnetic in there. And Until they realized everything was magnetic, and now that they've took it out of this very thin plywood box, that the magnetism is running rampant, and that it doesn't fuck anything else up in the warehouse. Well, that and like God. the guns are still pointed, and there's no like pull of the guns. I gotta tell you, just the wouldn't the bullets like boom, 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 like that's what I gotta tell you. That you was think? my biggest disappointment is that the the escape routine was with Indy throwing the gun down and it shooting the dude's foot, and then them causing chaos among each other, and not them shooting it and the magnetism pull being so strong that it curves all the bullets to where they don't hit Indy. Right, and then while everybody is starstruck, he just runs. Yeah, like fucking waste. Yeah. Ah. I feel so strongly about that. We heavy-handed how cool the magnetism thing was throughout that whole scene. We built it up, yeah. and then we were just like, I'm going to run new. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dumb. Everybody look over there. Ha ha! Yeah. What you got? Um, do you think that there was any actual reason for Indy to have a child? Uh, does does it add anything to this when there's no you know handoff? There's no changing of the guard. Is there really any reason outside of a way to reconnect uh, Indy and Marion back for some like callback action? Or could this movie have been done entirely regular sidekick fashion with none of the familial bond stuff? I would have rather seen Short Round come back somehow instead of Mutt. Uh, but there was no other way to, to tie back Marion to him. Yeah. Uh, and I guess, like, that's the whole thing. They probably wrote it starting out thinking, like, well, let's tie it into a family thing. Yeah. And, like, let's go that way with it. Because if they would have started some way else, some, you know, some other way of, like, instead of, like, family thing, of, like, hey, let's tie this in and let's do this instead, then, of course, they could have just sidetracked that whole thing and just ditched it. Uh, I I I want to say that when they were starting to write this, they were like, "Hey, how can we connect it?" Yeah, a kid. I'm like, eh. stupid, because they brought all these other characters like, um, uh, the dude with the beard, Oz, or what was his name? What Ox? Ox, Ox. Okay. So they brought Ox back, and it was just like, yeah, but we've never heard of him. Well, I haven't talked to him in 20 years. Oh, well, you were like, but we did know him at one point, but not in any of the movies or. Yeah, it was just like, oh, okay, cool. That's not really a callback, but uh, thank you. I, Let's tie these guys into that guy. I don't, I don't know what uh, uh, Sala's actor is doing if he's alive or well or anything there. Right. But like, wouldn't it have been cool to give him some limelight? You know, because we just haven't really dealt with him much at all. Um, you know, he's in the new one. Is he? Mm-hmm. Well, that's something. I would have rather seen a Sala short round Indiana Jones like. Them all just like, like go the to mega a, group. Them all like just the go to like a brothel traveling for a night. Brothel. Like I'd rather watch that movie than like this one. And then we have to bring back uh, Schneider, so she can <laughs> <laughs> like a hangover type movie, but yeah, no like. Oh my gosh! You gotta think that like, wouldn't it be so fun to like alongside of your serious action movie? There's like that aftermath movie of like what you and the gang do like immediately after, and it's all like drugs and mm-hmm. sex and partying. So this picks up, but it's, at the it's still end. the universe, right? So it's not like it's just the actors, but it's just like you know, after they get home, they're just like stressed out and like having PTSD and shit. So this pit, this movie picks it. It's Indiana Jones in that fucking slut Elsa Schneider, <laughs> right? And it's yeah, that's what the movie's called. And they get they the the it's the well, it can't be Elsa, right? Because she fell in the, the 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 pit, right? So um, I don't know. Indiana uh, Jones and the Crack Whore of Destiny. Or the Crack Whore called Destiny. <laughs> called Destiny. 
Indiana Jones, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So they're all they get right off the off the main the the right into the sunset of Last Crusade, right? And then they all they all go to Vegas. And Marcus Brody's like, Oh, fish make love in it. I'll make some love in this water. What you know, like it's just like all the worst jokes. Right. Right. And then like he finds short round. He's like, Short round, you're all grown up. You know, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I love, I love Vegas. You know, I, I love, love to whores. fuck hookers. Yeah. By the way, can I borrow a hundred bucks? <laughs> he's like, I bought, uh, you owe me from those card games. You know, like, I don't know. Like, so, I'm just so like irritated with this movie. You know what I mean? Like, it just like anything would have been better. The other funny part about that is like, what if Mary came out of that tent? She's like, you didn't call for 20 years. And he's like, your drinking was out of control. Oh, it's Marion. Okay. It's like you were a raging alcoholic. Of course, it's a night. Yeah, of course, right? It's the night before Indiana and Marion's wedding, and you go back and forth from like bachelorette party to bachelor party, and then because it's Indiana Jones, you need some like you know goofy supernatural thing, right? Like Elsa's back from the dead, right? And so she's just like all like fucked up and like has like a like exposed like jaw, you know. Yeah, and they're just like at a bachelor party in Vegas, and then they're at a or bachelorette party in Vegas. Indiana Jones and all his cool old buddies. So better yet, we heavy lean into the supernatural stuff, right? At the bachelor party, Indy collects some artifacts to bring Elsa back to life because she's going to be the stripper He's for the bachelor so right. party. <laughs> yes. All right, duty, show us them boobies. <laughs> oh man, he brings his dad back. It's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, take a look at this. I've seen it. <laughs> seen it. <laughs> Boring. You brought me back for this. <laughs> what a waste, Junior. What a waste. Uh, all right. So, Ford feels really old. Close. Oh wait, I'm on live tweets again somehow. Oh, I'm not. Doing. Yeah, I am. No, I'm not. Anyway, you're right. I put Ford this one in the wrong feel way. Really Ford old. feels super old. Close your bag ear. Too old in the face. Doesn't feel fun anymore. Am I right? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, that one much a talking point. <laughs> the person that he is is ready to be done with Indiana Jones. Yeah, but then like he's like back again. Like it's I don't know. Money. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I just like begged him, like, "Hey, we we really need you in this one." He's like, "Guys, I am eighty years old. What do you want me to do?" I'm like, well. A lot of it's CGI. You just got to show up and he gets on there and he's all like dressed up, just dripping sweat. And they're like, all right, we need you to run. And he goes, what? All right, oh, fine. Don't run. I haven't ran since there. Star Wars. Yeah. So we need you to do this. And he's like, I can't do any of that. Like, no, you can CGI that. Says he got paid $25 million for Indiana Jones 5. Is that enough? I don't think so. <laughs> In this day and age? In this economy? In this economy? Right. Mr. Harrison. You sure about that? <laughs> All right. This is going to get weird. I'm in the weeds now. All right. Uh, Jason, you got a point? A talking point? Um, so for this this type of plot, this type of story that we're telling in, in Crystal Skull, um, do you think it could only be done in 2008, kind of with the CGI and technology, the way that it is to where we get those... You know, sometimes really cool looking scenes, sometimes kind of cringy looking scenes. Or do you think we could have told this story in like the early 90s, you know, as kind of a, just a couple years after um, Last Crusade? Do you think we had to wait this long for this type of story to be made and sell? Or do you think that we could have made this in the 90s with just the old technology and it would have been good enough? And potentially with the different actors and different people involved with it, maybe even better. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been better in the 90s because they would have had to do more practical yeah. and less special kind of, you know, computer-esque techniques with it. Yeah. I think they would have jumped back into miniatures a little bit more and done a lot of that shit. I think it would have played better than it did, you know, in 2008. Yeah. Uh, I think it would have it would have looked better. The acting might have been the same. Harrison might have done a little bit better. He probably would have yeah. definitely done better. Uh, and I, we wouldn't have had Shia in there. So yeah. yeah, They would have found someone else at the time. You know, maybe River Phoenix isn't dead and they just bring him back or something and, and try to, like, pawn him off in front of everybody being like, yeah, this is his kid now. And like, wait, that was young Indy. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. You know, it, it could have been something like that. I think it would have been better, though. Yeah, I do, too. That's that's the mindset I was having. I was like, I don't I don't know if the, the new technology made for us kind of making this, like, grand adventure, like, actually worthwhile. All it did was make some things look a lot bigger and more magnificent than what they were, but that didn't really help the story tell the story in any kind of way. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think you could have... Um, maybe if it was in the 90s, too... They would have um, not focused so much on like every moment being some sort of grand yeah. fight scene. Like where, I mean, again, like everything was practical still in '89 with Crusade, you know. And so, I feel like things just looked better. They they didn't. They weren't just like, come on, come on. Felt more natural, you know, maybe in that progression. Yeah, like I feel like Crystal Skull was just like, we got to, we got to do something. We're losing them. It's yeah. like, no, no, we're good, we're good. <laughs> like just. Well, you know, progress, so I, you know? I had some of those same thoughts as I was kind of going through this, and I was wondering if I've been impacted by, uh, you know, just some of the movies I've been watching lately, and, you know, especially going through the Bond series. It's like, maybe I just like slower-paced movies now. Maybe I'm I in, might, yeah. Maybe I'm in that, you know, stage of my life where it's like I, I kind of like a little bit of that slower burn, a little bit more dialogue-heavy, um, yeah. and really getting invested yeah. in that plot and character development. But it's got to be good dialogue. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. there's it nothing like watching, be... a like, a... a a dialogue heavy movie that's just like like oh well it'd be like this remember podcast, you see the birds really. out there yeah yeah just a bunch of bullshit um crystal skull is an awful prop right yeah i wasn't a big fan of it. i mean it's, it just looks like so, shit it's so big and cumbersome too yeah you know what i mean um so just to be carrying this giant ass thing around in this knapsack potato bag whatever it's just right it's it's so cumbersome and it's so unnecessary it doesn't look cool honestly I, it would have been really cool if it was like very clearly robotic in some way and it was more like future tech cyborg mm. kind of thing rather than like this like foreign crystalline you know substance yeah i feel like that might have made it a little bit at least cooler looking um and then might have made a more interesting story for what the aliens were <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, in general, rather than just, we are supreme knowledge beings. Now let me phase it into your brain and yeah. melt you. Let me look at you. Look into my eyes. Right here. Eye contact right is important. <laughs> Almost. Uh, yeah, I just. If they did it that way, I think it still would have been. Like, if they changed that one aspect in the movie, I still think it would have been way worse. Like, if, if we're making it in the 90s, and that was the thing... But it'd be like better. the Terminator brain, head, you know what I mean? Like, they could yeah. just reuse that prop and, <laughs> you know, just just elongate the skull a little bit. Yeah. It'll be fine. It's so difficult because it's, like, crap minus one or crap plus one. You know, like, I, I don't know. Because, like, Crystal Skull, maybe they just do, like, a regular human skull, but it's Crystal. You're like, okay, well, that's, that's a, bit, a little bit more believable. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's not hauling her around in a fucking messenger bag everywhere. Because that's the other part. It was just like, eh. I don't know what I thought this movie was, but it wasn't this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I never yeah. watched it when it came out. And so us diving into this series was the first time I was watching it. And I don't know what I expected. I thought something was going to be cool. I know there was a motorcycle involved. I thought it would be more involved at the end of the movie. And then it was, I don't know what this was. I didn't like it. I uh, I saw it in theaters, and I remember leaving, just being like, "It wasn't good." And that's right. the thing; like, in they theaters would... had to have been the best case scenario, you know, for Probably. you to experience it for the epic side of it, and to still have it fall flat like that—it's a shame. Yeah. Well, uh, there's so many bits and pieces of this, like even a small bit of like Ox, like when they leave and like the skulls return, and he's just back to normal. Yeah. Well. So, uh, honestly, I think that part isn't too bad. If you remember when Indy was looking at the skull mm -hmm. and they were trying to, like, get him to stare into the eyes and everything, and there was that moment of clarity that came with Oxley where he was like, Henry. Henry. Yeah. Like, so, I and, and I was kind of thinking like that. I was like, I wonder if, like, the madness is, like, transferable because the skull mm -hmm. is, like, projecting its will onto an individual person. Um, you know, so that was kind of, like, the mindset I was going into yeah. with it is, like, it kind of makes sense because that presence is no longer there because it's escaped on mm -hmm. the spacer ship in the space between space. 
Space between. <laughs> Dave Matthews just comes out. <laughs> oh, man. It just... Uh, one comment was Indy, Indy contradicts himself between this movie and the last. Tells the students in the last one that it, uh, you know seventy percent of all archaeology is done in the library. And then this movie he says, if you want to be a good archaeologist, you gotta get out of the library. Well, he wasn't necessarily agreeing that uh, you know all the archaeology should be done in the library. Just that that's where it does happen right now. So, oh, so was it like he was like teaching the that was the um. Oh, what what do they call that? That's the um. What's the thing called that you're like required to teach in schools, right? The curriculum. The, yes, yeah. There's the required curriculum. He was he was like fucking good, and now he's like, well, I'm riding a motorcycle in the library, and I got fired earlier, so um, get out of the library. He's like, yeah, fucking get out of this library. Go Fuck Peru the curriculum. Yeah. Everyone else did it. Go rob some graves. <laughs> cool shit. You'll figure it out. Right. Email me about it. No, we're, we're still in. Ah, we're, we, don't, we don't have email yet. Messenger pigeon me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Crystal Skull tell me these things are going to come called electronic I gotta, mail. I got to tell you, though, the uh, the motorcycle slide underneath all the tables. Um, it just kept going. It, it it went on for far too long. But, like, I, I was it, – it got to the point where it was comedic enough where I expected – uh, like Shia and uh, uh, Indy to both like pop up on the bike again because Indy yeah. was like detached from the bike as they were sliding. Yeah. So I was really just hoping for the comedic like, oh, I so, popped up and yeah. Indy just pops up and then we just keep driving. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, but then we just made it more awkward with the student with no, you know, context, situational awareness. Like, oh, uh, Mr. Jones, I had a question about uh, chapter four. Yes, it's totally normal that you're in here right now, right? Yeah. Uh, like a question? <laughs> It's like, kid, open your fucking eyes. I gotta go. <laughs> what if, because he's just never in class, he was just like, oh, the syllabus said uh, you need to be in the library 70% of the time. And, like, he finally got to that point where he's like, look, guys, I've been in class so long now. It is wrong because there's been 20 years between movies, and here we are. And <laughs> he says that. Yeah. It's 20 years between these movies, and... <laughs> I fully support, class, and it's not okay. I fully yeah. support the uh, immersion breaking, the fourth wall the break. Fourth there, wall he's, wall like, breaking, yeah. he's like, look, it's been twenty years between movies, and yeah. yeah. Um, I did find the um, parallels between Indy and his father with the interactions kind of funny. Like, if you remember in Crusade when they were running from shit and then something would happen, like they'd take a guy out and then something else would happen to him and he'd get like hit in the head or whatever. And then he'd be like, <laughs> he'd look over at his dad and his dad was just, and he's like, okay, let's go. You know, and like that happened a couple of times. And then, you know, his dad's fucking catchphrase in crusade was, this is intolerable. And they were like running through the woods and then he's like, this is intolerable. So I, I found it interesting the way they were like, they were saying, yeah, because he's, you know, sitting there in the beginning, picture a Connery on his desk, you know, dad died this year, Marcus died this year, you know, and then he's like turned into his dad, so I don't know. Not to mention he just looked older shit sitting at that desk. I, I think it is funny how much older that he looks when he's in like the suit rather mm. than when he looks in like his, you know, regular indie apparel. Um, he just looks old, old, old as shit. His hair just looks like crazy and wild yeah it's not a good book he looked he looked rough until he put on the indie garb <laughs> you're a professor or time i mean and even then like the clothes are still like baggier on him for whatever reason so i, I don't know it was interesting all of his clothes were baggy it's, he needs the mobility right you know it's you're the right same clothes from way back then yeah he's, he's lost some muscle and weight so <laughs> yeah that's funny he's um i guess the only thing that i thought would be like a decent conversation point in this because again i wasn't really a huge fan um what would would you can you sympathize with mac at all you know mac was kind of the traitor right eh, capitalism like where'd he come from is he poor guy then he just all he cares about is money sure right um i was curious about his connection with Mac that whole time when like uh, so survives the nuclear blast and he comes he's getting questioned by the FBI and they're like uh, you know saying a bunch of stuff and then the other like guy comes in like the higher up army guy comes in and he's like do you even know who this is he's won so many medals and done this and done that and done this and you're kind of like 
Yeah, but like, did he do with his buddy Mac, who's a communist? Maybe. Or an American? Maybe. Or just a traitor? Maybe. And it was one of those like, eh, I don't know. And no. just kind of like got lost in the fluff, I guess. Well, and honestly, I think some of his character stuff got uh, really wasted. There, there was one line from Mac that I really enjoyed. Um, it would have been great if his character really mattered or if we knew anything about Mac. Um, but he, he said this line to Andy. He says, you think this is about flags, uniforms, lines on a map? Yeah. And if he had any motivation that wasn't just money and, like, he wasn't that single-dimensional with some of the, you know, double-crossing and stuff in there, too. But, like, if if he had anything to his character whatsoever, that would have been such a badass line to deliver. Yeah. Um, you know, just to show that it's, like, it's not about these small little problems that you perceive and that it's something more. Um, but, you know, it's wasted because, for him, it really is all about the gold and money yeah. um, and, and just whatever it took for him to kind of get there and secure his future. It's like it's not just money; it's big old piles of money, you know. It's yeah. it's very Drunk big waste, but I I really loved that that line from him because with their history that we have to infer very heavily from, I think that would have been really impactful to Indy again if Mac actually had any meaningful uh, motivation. <laughs> I guess what I kind of inferred with Mac's character when he's saying, you know, I can't come home, and, you know, because he said, I think in in. Um, both the first and the last scene, if I remember right, um, he was like, "Can't come home empty-handed again," but you know, my boy or whatever the f- however he yeah. said it, right? Um, and so I guess what I was kind of thinking was, you know, Indy probably draws him in because Indy does not give a fuck about money. He works part time and probably makes like you know half a grandy or half a million. Half a grand, yeah, half that wasn't what I meant to say. He survives off of, honestly, survives off of donations, probably. Oh, likely, yeah. Well, all those, yeah, anyway. Um, I bet he gets, like, half a mil from the university, because he's just, like, he's Indiana Jones, and, you know, he brings all that shit back from the museum, and, you know, he's just fine. He doesn't give a fuck about the money, because he is, you know, he is about it, about it, right? Um, so, I was thinking maybe Indy kind of recruits him. Right, because he need you know, Indy always needs a partner to go on these crazy missions, right? And so he recruited this guy, Mac and then the sidekick, the unknown sidekick, that whole time that we had that lapse in time. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm thinking of how like Mac comes to be, and then you know, Mac's kind of like, yeah, and so like payment, right? And then he's kind of like, oh yeah, eventually, right? You know, like that's just kind of the way I'm seeing it, right? Like you know, I don't have anything to base this on, but. But you know, he seems so, like the guy that, like, just the job is well enough satisfaction kind of thing. Yeah. And the other guy, yeah. like, maybe he's got a family and he's got bills to pay and shit. Like, he's probably got obligations because he doesn't have the luxury. Max's a single father. Yeah. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have the luxury to be indie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how much of a letdown was that treasure room? I thought it'd be bigger. Well, seeing as how El Dorado was supposed to be... <laughs> Like an entire city made out of gold, yeah. and for it to end up kind of just being like that that temple, really right. with like a gold room. Um, yeah. I've, I've now number one. I mean, legends get spread in that way, um, you know. So like, there's a little bit of understanding around that, but it did seem a little wasteful um, for it to be like, oh yeah, there's some gold in this room, and then it got sucked up into another dimension yeah. in the end. Well, I expected it to be like, you know, in a like national treasure they like have that big like scaping scene of like all of these treasures all these antiquities all of this gold and all this kind of shit and they brought it into that and it was just like a small little like hundred by hundred room and you're like eh I've seen more they talked so yeah I've had better (laughs) (coughs) so it was one of those that was just like really that was it like that that's all the budget you guys have for that part like you guys blew it out of the water every other scene where it was like like you said hammering it home let's go fucking crazy on this scene let's go crazy on that scene and then you got to this and you were like "Eh." yeah what I what I think would have been an easy way to kind of sell this is like when they're in that scene they come through the the skull you know mountain area they go through um, and then they are uh, you know, as they're walking up to the, you know, what are the giant obelisk. ass stairs obelisk thing, um, you know, as they're kind of looking for cute clues and stuff, it would have been really interesting if, like, as they're dusting stuff off, it's like, oh, this whole fucking thing is made out of gold. gold. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then it's like the implication that everything in that, like, kind of like cavern or, you know, area 
um, is coated in gold. It's just shit's grown over it because right. it's been so long. Like I feel like that would have been like a cool like oh shit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you know you get like the sun. You know maybe it catches just a little bit of the gold that's not covered yet as they have that realization. Like boom, El Dorado. That would have been enough because that would have been grand yeah. enough. Um, you know a big enough area of gold that it yeah. would have been cool as shit. Yeah. Um. And yeah, just just wasted. Definitely. I gotta say though, there I did draw some parallels. Uh, a couple of times between that room and then if you remember the mummy um where uh benny was trying to you know grab all the golden stuff there as like the uh pyramid is kind of shutting down all the doors and walls and i kind of got that parallel with benny and mac you know as they're trying to get the shit as everything's falling apart around them and uh you know both of them succumbing uh to their own greed yeah thought that was neat yeah 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 uh yeah, I'm kind of out of conversation points. So, you got anything else you want? Uh, I had one that about? we can kind of just go over real quick, and it was about um, how do we feel about the uh, the greater and greater leaps of uh, reality to the fantastical and supernatural? Because <laughs> obviously, in this one, we uh, we make a pretty big uh, you know kick flip leap into uh, the the supernatural and the the ridiculousness. And comparably, uh, yeah, like massive fucking kick flip leap. Which is, like, fine and all, but then I also think about, well, we did open a box and melt 40 Nazis. <laughs> so, like, you know, also pretty pretty big scale. <clears throat> but we paced ourselves. Yeah. You know, it was, we're looking for this, we're looking for this, we're looking for this. Takes forever, we got it. Uh, they took it back, you know, and then you get to the, and it's all this big buildup. You know, it's like, um, it's like the bucket at the water park you know when you're a kid and you're at the water park you know it fills up it fills up and then everybody's like yeah here we go and the big bucket falls at the water park and everybody's like oh my god that was crazy we got water dumped on our heads because we're all dumb little kids right but it it gets built up the expectation is set and you get spoon fed you know the little pieces throughout it right it's it's easier to take in so what happened was (laughs) what happened once we got to this movie, and I haven't seen Dial of Destiny yet, but likely that movie is. Then we get to uh, this movie, right? We went to. It's like we went to the water park, and uh, you know, all the kids with their ADHD, you know, they were like, "I can't wait for that big fucking that bucket fills up and dumps every like what, you know, t- ten minutes." Like I can't wait ten minutes, and so they just put like eighty little buckets. You know, just lined like a 20 by 20 And you're just area. running in a lap to get... <laughs> yeah, and they're all just like... Like... Right? And just like all these kids are like, Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! And it's like, well, yeah, but if you wait, like there's like a bigger prize. Yeah. You know? And uh, that's that's what they did, you know? That is a that's surprising good analogy for this kind of thing, because it really... It, I holds, really try, It, it holds a lot of I water. I really try. That comment does. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it's technically well. Okay. Yeah, you're the drummer. Da da. Yeah. Uh, bum bum bum. The thing is, it's supposed to be like a quick punchline. So then when you're like, bum bum, it's like no. I'm new to the drums. Give me a second. I'll figure it out. No, it's not even about. It's not even about drums. It's it's one of these. Hold on, let me. Again. <laughs> okay, got that one down. Boom. No, is it the other one? Boom. Yeah, that's the one. Boom. 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 Uh, you know, you just come back to me. Come back to me. I'll figure it out. Come back to me. Come back to me. Um, what was your point? This one seemed like like the tryhard. Like you're like it, it, yeah, kind of exactly what you're talking about is like <clears throat> in and out, in and out, in and out with like ADHD, like and yeah, like it it. It wasn't as cohesive as the last three, and it wasn't as well thought out. Because I this one, it was just like, hey, I looked at every scene as just like its own thing, and you're like, okay, cool, it's this scene, and then it's this blocked off, and this blocked off, and this blocked off, and I feel like they looked at all of those, and it wasn't like this scene is going to carry into the next scene to build into something bigger, hence bucket of water. It's this scene is a standalone, gonna kick fucking ass, let's fucking kick down the door in front of everybody's face and let's do it. And you're like, 
by the time you get to like midway to halfway through, you're like, Jesus Christ, guys. Like, you seriously? know, I always do wonder with kind of like sequels and, and series, um, how much that you get into a habit of like filming scenes and sequences and then just figure out how to vehicle their way from one Probably, to another. Yeah. It felt a lot because, more like that. Because those ideas are like, hey, I have this awesome isolated idea instance occurrence. And it's, it might be a good one. But it, if it doesn't cohesively, you know, flow into the next scene, if there's no logical reason yeah. to get from one to the other, all that's lost. Yeah, if everything doesn't mesh together, then it's separate. Yeah, yeah, like you, you know where uh, the nuke thing came from in that case, right? Like, yeah. you know, what was big then, like fucking video games is like, yeah, just like, Nuketown. Oh, Nuketown, like fucking. Uh, granted, I don't know the year. I don't know what. No, nah, Black Ops, I think, was after was after 2008 because i think i was a sophomore modern warfare one i feel like came out in 2006 that sounds like a right good year but did that have nuketown no okay but that's, that's black, I'm black ops had nuketown. It, it came to this modern was before nuketown right that's what i mean is like yeah. i'm pretty sure it was who did we copy so off? then that doesn't make yeah okay maybe i fucked it up all right it doesn't matter <laughs> uh i don't even want to go through my live tweets because i'm done with this movie uh but if you guys want to we can do it most outlandish part of this movie all of it i mean (laughs) one scene for me the fact that they're making a fifth (laughs) the fact this is gonna continue uh was fucking mutt tarzaning on the the vine oh my god i forgot all about that until you just mentioned that and yeah that is the most dumbass batshit like it should not have been in the movie they shouldn't have thunk it up it looked like awful yeah and then the the landing in the car he looks at dad whoa indy looks at son whoa whoa yeah and then they you know drive off a small ledge into some ants yeah there's a little truth to those ants just saying those are like a real thing oh no that i believe that uh, was the most i mean not not to that extent of like carrying a guy but yeah. i guess there are ants like that that kind if of move in packs in and then you fucking them, can get eaten might, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah if you ever seen uh dwayne the rock johnson uh in the movie the scorpion king uh there's these little yeah. fire ants uh that tries to eat him and some other folks and that's that's what it triggered the memory for for me <laughs> um I know I forgot to do... Uh, you know what? I forgot to do Crusade special effects. I'll forget to do Skull special effects. So You know what? wasn't a special movie. Don't need the special effects. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm done. You guys done? I think so. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for watching or listening. Uh, catch us on YouTube, uh, Apple, Spotify, whatever. Emails, consecrated hotline, yahoo.com. Uh, questions, concerns, uh, criticisms whatever suggestions um yeah all right and i didn't refresh the screen so you know talk so anyways uh <laughs> no and we're done that'll be a good place to cut it <laughs> <laughs> just the yell i mean it's still going oh shit i'm committing tax fraud <laughs>